So we're live. Okay. I do not see the numbers. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ease Talk. It's Thursday, November the 12th. I think this is our 14th. Is this episode 14? I think it's episode 14. 15? Yeah. Look at us. Can y'all believe that? Praise God for that. So, um, hey, we're back. This is sis Demisha. We've been forgetting to say that first. We've just been jumping straight into it. So this is Demisha. And I'm your sis Mikey. And thank you again. Welcome to E Talk. Um this been it's been a crazy, 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 crazy day last week. This week it's been crazy. It's been yeah. a crazy year. A crazy year. Man, it's it's been so crazy, and you know, and we're we're about to end. this year is coming close to an end, and trauma being a topic for the whole month of November is so on point because, you know, we started out last week talking about childhood trauma, but more importantly, can't, the, the trauma that people are experiencing from twenty twenty. 2020 is going to leave behind some some scars. You know, we have people that have lost loved ones to COVID. That's okay. We were family. Hey, y'all. We have blood. We have people that have lost loved ones to COVID. We have those that have maybe dealt with COVID in, in another way, lost their job. We have people that you know have been affected by racial injustice. And then, you know, it's just the list goes on for 2020 of things that just have impacted so many people in such a major way. So trauma is something that's not just past, it's here and now as well. So today, as you notice, again, as we're on this series of trauma, and it stands for talk, review, all understanding, mourn, and acceptance. So those are key words when you're dealing with trauma. So we talked about last week, talking, accepting, going through that mourning period and having an understanding of what you're going through, review, reflection. All those words are key words when you're dealing with traumatic situations. And we started out last week. So this week is going to be about talk therapy. It's going to be about cognitive behavior therapy. And how we're getting here is because of last week, we talked about, you know, childhood trauma. We started with the beginning. Most of the trauma that people deal with, with started in their childhood. We talked about how the mind automatically kind of try to heal itself or protects you by hiding those memories. And sometimes they manifest in different ways in your adult life or your teenage life. You even have some people where you, you have studies that say medically that a lot of people that their first time having people that have schizophrenia, their first time having a, a episode is usually early 20s. So all of that kind of shows that, you know, it's some stuff that's been suppressed in that childhood area that is coming out and manifesting as young adults. And, and, and as we get older, it comes out and we don't understand where it comes from. So going into the talk therapy, talk therapy is like one of the most important things you can do when you're dealing with anything like trauma. Yeah. Death is trauma, of course, but just in any realm of trauma, like anything you're going through, talk therapy is amazing. You know, Mikey talked about going through with the situation with her daddy where she had to go through um, the two years of, of him and his transitioning process, you know, 
with cancer and she knew that she was going to need therapy to deal with that and so some that's the understanding part understanding what we need to do so having talk therapy and cognitive behavior therapy understanding what it is my preference would be is of course is that everyone will utilize a medical professional a licensed therapist to do cognitive behavior therapy but there's also so much research available for you books that available because i have a book that i read about cognitive behavior therapy but i also did it in therapy as well so basically it's all it's like a retraining of your your thought process and i'll start talking about it a little bit and let mikey um give mikey um a chance to talk as well because i feel like i'm talking too much y'all i'm sorry but <laughs> but just because it, it happened for me and when i went to therapy and i realized I, I had never heard of cognitive behavior therapy before and a lot of people call it cbt so you can see those initials when you're maybe be when you're reading stuff about mental health and that's basically what it is and so it's a it isn't all counselors may not use it so you may want to even bring it up if you go to a counselor but basically it's just setting patterns and it's taking a, a um a look at patterns so say i go to therapy because i'm dealing with some trauma issues and i haven't they're not resolved and i haven't dealt with them so the first thing the counselor is probably going to tell you is to start journaling and journaling is how you're going to kind of get these pat you know um <clears throat> assess these patterns and be able to to pay attention to them so the, so one of the things that my therapist said is that when you get a negative thought write it down and then when you write that thought down how did that thought make you feel did it make you feel happy or sad and then once you had that feeling what was the next thought and then when you start writing it down you'll you'll find yourself kind of writing down the page and what it make what it makes you do is it it, it allows you to see the the spiraling effect it allows yeah. you to see how one bad thought can lead to a spiraling effect of all these bad thoughts that then takes you downward and then you get into this low place so yeah. with, with with the cbt it's for you to stop immediately when you have that thought stop write it down and then not only are you writing these thoughts down and beside them putting how they make you feel you're also looking at that thought like if that thought comes out and say you know what your your mom always said you'll never be anything so you write that thought down yeah it makes me feel sad it makes me feel low then it says go look at that thought is it a reality or is it just something that you've been telling yourself all these years because it's a difference in between what's real and what we're telling ourselves so then you look at it and you say well what makes me not be anything am i what am i doing now you start challenging those things and as you go down and listen you start challenging things you start seeing a different perspective so it's yeah. not only are you forming you're finding out the pattern of your thoughts and how you get to your low places but you're also challenging the things that you've been telling yourself for years over and over again so you're you're finding out what your patterns are what your triggers and your patterns are you're challenging those things and then on the flip side you're coming up with what is real for your life yeah and so, so yeah so it just takes consistency yeah I wanted to say um, about the cognitive behavior. I might not be able to say that word often, y'all, because it all depends on if I'm going to get tired tongued or not. So if you see me struggling, that's just what that is. But I got it out the first time, cognitive. 
Um, but um, the reason why we're talking about these things, first of all, because they've been existing for forever. Um, and we've been seeing so many behavior amongst generations as we grew up and we never put a name with a behavior pattern. Uh -huh. um, and the time that we're living in right now, like we, this is, this couldn't be the perfect time to not talk about traumas and stuff like that. Right. Um, something that I didn't bring up last week, we talked about, you know, of course, death, uh, child abuse, sexual abuse, molestation and all those things. But one of the things that I, I, I thought about after the fact is like trauma after a divorce. Um, I realized that um, my children had experienced trauma right. um, after the divorce. Um, right. I thought about it after the fact, but I never like really mentioned it. But you know, we have to we have to check our we have to check on ourselves. We have to check on our thought processes, right. even now because we're living in a time where even now things are triggering. Um, some of those cognitive behavior patterns that we've had and we're trying to figure out what's going on even now in our lives. Some of us don't even know, have never even heard of this. Right. Some of us have never heard of this because we've never, you know, basically seek some type of help. Yeah. So um, I'm going to keep saying this because November and December are the most trying months for people. Um, because of all the things that people have gone through is, is, I don't know, November and December have always been like a trigger month for people, um, to be really high, um, um, suicide, um, just depression, not really wanting to be, um, not wanting to celebrate. And so we're wanting to do this to help people. Um, myself, Demisha and myself have have taken counseling before. So we know a lot of things because we had to go through the process process of it all. But right. we want you guys to have this information. Why? Because it's important. Why? Because you might have to use it with one your kids, your grandkids. You might want uh you might need it to identify what's going on in your own family. And right. so we want to build these tips and give you the information that we've been given in the actually steps that we've have taken. I, t I shared with Demisha one time, I, um, the first time that I really um, heard about cognitive behavior is when I was at a women's conference on a Friday, on a Friday night. And it was a first lady of a church. She was delivered at the time that she was giving her testimony, but she talked about this behavior pattern that she didn't even know that she had. And so what started out, is what she thought was uh, very, um, uh, it's a word I'm thinking of, but something simple like drinking a glass of wine ended up being something that blew up in her face and she ended up being an alcoholic. And she was a first lady of a, of a big church, not a small church, a big church, and ended up having to go and leave her church, leave her family, mm -hmm. and go get some help because she became an alcoholic in the process. And come to find out, it was due to all the trauma she endured as a child. So she was um, molested as a child repeatedly and, mm -hmm. um, and end up not dealing with the issues and suppressed it all and she thought i'm just gonna drink i'm just gonna drink a glass of wine mm -hmm. to relax it ended up turning into this really big alcohol where she took the church and her and her family through a lot of things 
And so that's the first time that I heard a therapist talk about it because it was an actual therapist at the women's conference at that time talking about cognitive behavior. And so we want to share some really good nuggets with you guys. We're going to go ahead and say our scriptures in the end. We don't have a lot of information like we did last week, but we have enough information for you guys to go back to re-listen to this podcast, share with people that you know are having some with their kids, they're having difficult times with themselves, people that are struggling in day-to-day life. Um, like I say, I had some people reach out to me and say, hey, I, I know you talk about therapy. I know you talk about depression on your podcast, but please, we're, we're needing you guys to give us more information based on just the level of pressure that the country and the world is feeling right now. I, I want to ask everybody, ask yourself, how are you doing in this, in this pandemic? How are you doing with racism right, right now? How right. are you processing all the things that we're having to go through, uh, being stuck in the house and, and not and, and knowing that it's not safe to be out in public, but being in the house? How are you really handling everything? Right. How are you handling the stress on your job? Ask yourself these questions. What are the things that, you, that you're thinking of? And we need to go back and look at those things. Write them down. Look at yourself. Make sure that you're okay. Make sure that you're okay. Because a lot of times we take care of everybody else except right. ourselves. And so we want to look at this thing. I got some really, really good scriptures that I want to go over because, you know, I am proactive. The word of God, I, I, I have a, I had a therapist or a counselor or whatever you want to call it. Um, but we also had the word of God. And so um, we know that the word of God is going to do what it, it does. And but we want to bring awareness we want to open blinded eyes. We want scales to be removed. The things that we never learned back in our day, back in the day when we were younger, we want to learn those things now, and we want to be able to apply them with the Word of God. And right. um, we're going to go in and talk about the trauma-focused continent behavior. Um, and Mikey, before you go into that, I just want to say that you know when you brought up that this time of year, a lot of people get sad. You have suicides. One thing about um, people that sometimes during this type of year, during this time of year, it's called sad and it's seasonal. Um, I forget what the A is for, but it's a seasonal depression. So yeah. it's like during this time, it's something about the cold weather, the, the getting dark early. All these things are kind of like psychological things that go on. Sure. So, so like the getting dark, the cold and all of that usually triggers depression and also you have the holiday season when people have holidays coming up and they don't have their loved ones to spend the holiday with or they may not have the money to celebrate holidays those are triggers for people that are already dealing with depression that may trigger them to go into a depressive state so some some people it's it's not it's not a fact that they they were depressed and no longer depressed sometimes it's states of depression that you can be in and it's continual until you really really or healed, you know? Correct. Correct. I'm glad that you brought that up um, because um, it is, um, I forgot what the A meant to, but it is considered to be well, what they call it sad. And it was crazy because I learned about that when I was, uh, when my ex-husband started out working at DART. And mm-hmm. one of the things that they taught him between November and December is that they have to be very, um, uh, visual about their surroundings because while they were on the train, people were literally just jumping in front of the train to commit mm-hmm. suicide. And mm-hmm. so not only would they have, then they will have to be in this thing where they had this traumatic experience. And I remember right. my 
husband telling me that he actually saw a guy and he would not move. He saw him, he was wow. like, something about him wasn't right and he wouldn't move. And so he ended up saving that man's life because he wouldn't move. So the man got tired and kind of like, you know, it's one of those things that God yeah. might have did in that certain time to, hey, I'm going to stop you because I'm not going to allow him to move. So mm-hmm. I'm going to save your life today. And yeah. so God, we want to be intentional about our mental health. We want to be intentional about our trauma. Um, yeah. Some of us uh, have dealt with trauma in our childhood, but then we have things that we experience in our adulthood that make all those things rise up. I remember right. being in my counseling in my church and there were people that were there and they had so many traumas tactics, uh, like literally mm-hmm. stacked on top of each other that I was like overwhelmed for them. And I was like taking their grief on top of the grief that I was already in there because, you know, of course, when you're when you're a loving person, you're a compassionate person. You have compassion for other people, but we don't want right. things stacked on top of each other. Um, mm-hmm. We want we want us to have a release. Why? Because it's not God's will for us to go around and it's and, and, and be and have all this trauma in our lives. But God said that He come that we might have life. I want to yeah. speak life to somebody today. God came to, so that you might have life. You shall live and not die. Not, not that you're going to live de- with depression. You, uh, God came so that you can live without depression. I believe that there was a way in for depression. That's gonna, it has to be a way out of depression. God comes. I need to say this again. God come, has came in on the earth so that we can have life. 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 Sometimes you got to speak life. Right here on earth. As it is already in heaven. When we Mm -hmm. pray, let your will be done on earth as it is already in heaven. And so I'm speaking to someone on today because I don't know who I'm talking to, but I I come to speak life into your situation. Life over and against depression. Life over against trauma. Life over against your financial issue. Life over against the death of the loved one. We know that you love them. They know that you love them too, but there's still life after death. Even in the shadow of death, God is with us. He's covering us. He's protecting us. He's healing us. He's delivering us. So I speak life tonight. Amen. Life. Amen. Amen. That was good. Somebody needed that. Yeah. I believe us. we all need it. And so we want to talk about, you want to read about the trauma-focused continent uh, behavior? You want to read or you want me to read it? You can read it. Okay. So we came on here and somebody was like, Demisha, kind of explain what trauma-focused content, how you say it again, sis? Cognitive behavior therapy. Cognitive behavior. Um, and so it's basically uh, addressing the specific emotional and mental health of needs of children, adolescents, or adult survivors and families who struggle to overcome destructive, effective early trauma. Some mm-hmm. of us might not have had trauma in our childhood. Some of us might have trauma in our adulthood, but it's still the same. Mm-hmm. It says trauma-focused content of behavior therapy is especially sensitive to the unique problems of youth post-traumatic stress and mood disorder resulting from abuse, violence, and grief. Mm-hmm. Um, some people that grew up, I know um, being in the youth department, there were children that had never, ever, ever grieved the loss of their parents, ever. Wow. ever. They had wow. never the loss of their parents so they was still today i see them still care i can look at their posts and i can see them still carrying the grief of their parents 
Is it um, because they were too young and they didn't really understand it or they just never knew how to grieve? I don't think that they knew how to grieve and I don't think that they had people around them that, mm-hmm. um, that first of all, they had the spirit of discernment that knew that, hey, if I cannot handle it, then I need to send this child somewhere where someone could handle it. You know, in our culture, I have to say this, in our culture, it's therapy and grief and getting grief counseling. It's not popular in our culture. It's so taboo. It's not. It's, it's really not. Um, it's not something that we seek after. It's not something that we do amongst ourselves. And so, as you know, like I said, when we know better, we do better. And so yeah. we do things like this so people can educate themselves. Sometimes it's just not a scripture. Sometimes we have to break things down. We talked about uh, when we start dealing with cognitive behavior, how we have to break down all our emotions. Right. You put a lot of emotion in different um, different situations. And so if you don't break down those emotions, you're just all over the place. We want to yeah. know why our children are all over the place because they haven't had anyone to help them with their emotions. We had a lady that came to my uh, daddy's uh, little girls and her name is... Um, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but she was my very first counselor. And she's old mm-hmm. school. She's an older lady. And um, she talked about, she would ask her grandkids, well, how did that make you feel? Yeah. It was important that they connected to their emotions mm-hmm. to a point where they weren't suppressed or overlooked. And mm-hmm. a lot of times we overlook things and we don't understand or overlook how our kids are, how their emotions are. And so they just start just piling stuff on top of these, on top of each other. And they have to live their whole life in this trauma because mm-hmm. no one took out the time to even talk to them or knew that they needed help. We all need help at, at, at times. If you yeah. cannot go to your church counselor, go find a counselor. I, I recommend Christian counseling because I don't want to do nothing without the word of God. I believe that God used people, but I also believe he used people with his word. That's what I believe. If you believe something different, that's on you. But I am a believer of Jesus Christ and his word. I don't move without his word. The Bible said that his word is the bread of life. If I want to live, I got to eat that. I have to eat that word. I have to eat that word. I have to put it in a different perspective and I have to broaden my perspective or my mindset on how to use it and apply it. But the word of God still will work if we work it. Amen. And pray about. Yeah. And and pray about when, you know, if you if you get a list of counselors or, you know, from from your um, insurance or wherever you're looking for counselors, pray about it. Because, you know, you have some counselors that may not have be listed as Christian counselors that are Christian counselors. And then you have some that may be listed as Christian counselors, but everybody that uses the word Christian may not actually, you know, follow the same doctrine as you. They may, you have to be really careful with, with again, like she said, when you're going to counseling, if somebody is using the word Christian counselor, you want to make sure that it's evident that, they're coming from scripture when they're giving you things that they're going to come from a biblical base and that, that you know, they have the support to back them up is basically what I'm saying. Be careful who you who you are vulnerable with to, to do this type of therapy with, you know, because you got to be careful what's going in. These people are here to treat you, but you got to be careful. So you pray about these things and ask God to lead you to the right one. Amen. And I wanted to say this to a parent. I don't know why this popped up. But um, I wanted to say to a parent, sometimes to all parents, especially if you're still raising your kids, it's okay that you cannot do everything for your child. 
Yeah. It's okay to allow somebody else to help you cultivate your environment so that you so that your environment is healthy while you're raising your kids. It's okay to do that. It's okay to allow somebody else to help you uh, in this area of parenting your yeah. kids. It's yeah. okay. It it's is. okay to do that. It is. It's okay. So I, I just wanted to put that out there. I don't know who that's for, but it's okay to open your door and allow somebody else to come in to help you in certain areas that you're not familiar with and you and you don't know the effects of what is happening on your family or your child, it's okay to get help and allow somebody else um, to help you uh, cultivate your environment. So that's real, real, that's real, real important. Don't be so caught up on being, you know, being a, being a hero to say today that you mm -hmm. need an opportunity to broaden your, your hero-ness. I don't know if that's a word, but I just put it out there. But anyway, make it a word. Y'all yeah. know I make the words all day. That's what I do. But um, but open that up, open that window up. And um for that parent that's still raising, I don't think we never stop raising our kids. Never. <laughs> I just thought about that. No. Um um uh, directing them and, and, and showing them and helping them turn the wheel of their own life. And right. So I just wanted to put that out there. But we're talking about um, trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy. That is so important. You have to get this kind of therapy. Why? Because it helps you deal with all the things that you never had. No one's ever taught you how to deal with your emotions. Right. Nobody's ever told you. I would always say self-deprecating thoughts. Self-deprecating thoughts, what you think about yourself, what you think about your situation. And let me tell you, I don't care who you are and how spiritual you are. Everybody deals with that. Yeah. And what is that? Self-deprecating thoughts. Why? Because we've all been injured. We've all been hurt. We've there all had to deal with trauma in some type of way. And so we all have to work on our minds. I thought process, how we perceive things, how we allow things to enter in. We was taught to hey, protect your ear gates, protect what you hear, protect your eye gates. Watch, don't don't pay attention to everything you see because everything yeah. you see is not real. It's, it's tricky. Yeah, it's tricky. And so we want to talk about um, cognitive behavioral therapy tries to identify and change negative thinking patterns and push for a positive behavior change. I I know in my life I needed some behavior changes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I don't I needed some behavior changes. Amen. Why? Because what I was go. doing was affecting myself and everybody that was connected to me. It's Amen. okay to admit that you have some unhealthy patterns or cycles that you do, that you created during your mm -hmm. trauma. There you go. That's good right there. Doing your trauma. As doing a result trauma. of your trauma. As a result of my trauma, I have some un unhealthy pattern traits and cycles that I created during my Amen. trauma. Amen. So we have to acknowledge that. We have to be honest with ourselves um, in order to live this best life, in order to live a free life, in order to live the life that God has promised us through his word, the abundant life. Yeah. The life that's free mm -hmm. of, free of and free from. 
Right. And and living that living your best life is more than just saying it or making it a hashtag. It's a reality. And also yes. a, I like another word that's used with CBT is inaccurate thinking. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. what the uh, the way I'm thinking about it is inaccurate. That's not right. Yeah. yeah. And that's why we have a lot of people that have this paranoia per personality disorder because of their thinking, their perspective, mm -hmm. how they how they make all the things in their mind come together and they actually believe it. Yeah. Like that's why that's why it's so much drama and it's so much uh, me against her and her against me is because of our perspective, our way of thinking, our patterns. And we have to do something about that. We can no longer live in. Let me tell you something. There is no reason for you to live a defeated life in Christ. Hmm. There's no reason for us to be living in a living a defeated life in Christ. I don't want to jump on my head, but I, I feel my scriptures rising up in me. I felt I felt from Jesus. I, felt, I almost come, said, it. Come, "Come through, come through, Minister yeah. Dean, come through." Because unless when my when my spirit started realizing that my my mind ain't right, there's something. The Bible said that the Bible will bring the Holy Spirit will bring a remembrance of what you read. And a lot of times we cannot deal with our our, our stinking thinking is because we don't have enough of God's word in us. We have a oh, meditation yeah. on his word day and night. He said that and when we when we meditate on it, he plant us somewhere. He plant us by the rivers of water. Why? Because he want to bring some fruit in our lives so that when, when somebody look at us, we look more like Christ. We look more like him and what he delivered us from. You get what I'm saying? And so we have to change some things. We can't, we got to, re in other words, we got to replace what we're removing out of our life with something else. So if I'm going to remove all these bad thinking processes, what am I putting in the replace of? You got to be positive. Good if you don't put the word of God, we got to put something that's stronger than us. We got to put something that's going to last in us, through us. And that's the word of God. And you know what? It you have to be strong. When you learn how you to control your thoughts, controlling your thoughts, that that's not an easy topic. You know, it can be said over and over again, but it's not easy to control your thoughts. But the one thing about controlling your thoughts, it, it takes strength, but also it gives you peace. Because I remember when I was in counseling and, you, you know, I would tell her about the things that would give me anxiety or the things that would make me wonder. And I would say stuff like, if I get to my phone, like say if I'm at work and I got like all these missed calls on my phone and messages and like all these messages on email coming in, it give me anxiety because I feel like I got to answer everybody. Yeah. And she said, yeah. well, why do you feel like that? But then another thing I told her, I said, oh, if I text somebody and they don't text me back in a certain amount of time, then I think something wrong. And she said, but so they just can't be busy? Exactly. And I was like, hmm. You know what? So well, we allow our thoughts to take us down dead end streets, down dead end roads, because we're 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 allowing our thoughts to dictate us into um to instead of us training our thoughts, our thoughts are training us. Yes, so our absolutely. behavior is matching our thoughts instead of our behavior training our thoughts. Exactly, and I like the fact that you brought up that it's difficult. I like I like that you brought that up, not because I don't believe that we can conquer it. I'm glad that you brought it up because people need I think people need somebody to identify with 
You know, a lot of times when we do things as Christians, um, we say it in our, in our, in our after. Yeah. We don't say it in our before or our now. We say it in our after, after I conquered it, after I defeated it, after. Mm-hmm. And so people need to be able to identify that I know that it's hard. And it's yeah. going to, let me tell you something, your thought process and how you think is going to always, it's not something that ever leaves us. No. It's, it's something that you're going to constantly work on on a daily basis. Yeah. Like I literally have to work on my thinking on a daily basis. I ne- I have not yet arrived. I have not, and I don't think I'm going to arrive until the day of Jesus Christ, right? Because we always experience something that will send out triggers. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Sometimes we are delivered, but that don't mean that you don't have triggers. So now that I don't, I don't know if y'all, if this is in y'all world, but in my world, there have been a lot of deaths. It have been right. tremendous amount of deaths. And so for me, seeing all these people passing away is triggers for me. It's yeah. overwhelming. I've had literally like four people in the last month and a half of my own family to pass away. Mm-hmm. Like those are all triggers. And so you have to identify what are triggers mm-hmm. and what is unresolved or unattended continent, co- cognitive behavior patterns mm-hmm. you have to know the difference if you have never dealt with them then most of the time most likely you're dealing with your cognitive behavior patterns but yeah. if you have like myself and you've got counseling there are certain things that trigger you your job can trigger you um someone that experienced the exact, exact same thing that you experienced can also trigger so we want to know the so difference true. so true so there's a big difference between trick triggers and you not actually you just actually having these behavior continent co- cognitive first of all y'all know i can't talk but anyway just, just call it cbt how about that i don't want to call it cbt because you know i hate for something that's trying to tell me that i can't get it out i'm yeah. gonna get it out get it out, then, sis. Get behavior, it out behavior that's for the enemy pal bust you in your head cognitive mm-hmm. behavior um pattern so you got to know the difference and so we're gonna move on um so once you figure out or once you work on your own if you're able to work on your own you can but if you feel like you need some help get you some help amen if you have some bad pattern of thinking and it's helping and it's allowing you to make decisions and you're making bad decisions it's affecting everybody and everybody around you is miserable you can't keep no friends you can't keep no loved ones don't want to be around you that's that means you need to get some help get you amen. some help we we all need it get you some help so um the cbt Cognitive behavior therapy, we talked about that, but we want to talk about the mindfulness based on cognitive therapy. Mm-hmm. It is a, a modified form of cognitive therapy that combines cognitive behavior techniques with mindfulness strategies for reducing stress. How do you deal with stress? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all, sometimes I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. Because the way I'm processing everything that I'm going through at that particular moment. And so I have to step away and use the strategies that I've been taught Mm -hmm. to reduce the stress level in my own life. Right. And sometimes that's a very good one. It says this therapy promotes mindful practice such as meditation 
and breathing exercises to achieve relief from feeling of distress. Now, um, yeah. I do meditation, but I do it according to Psalms 1. <laughs> I meditate day and night on the word of God. I actually have an app that helps me meditate on God's word. And every week or every day, I have a different mindset in my in my meditation before I mm -hmm. go to sleep. Um, mm -hmm. And it works wonderful for me. It Tell me your, your app, Abide. My, my app is called Abide. And I love it. I love it because we pray on there. We talk about all different types of subjects. And then we go into this, this relaxation part where it's just the word of God. Remember what God says. Remember what he told me. Remember the promises that he has for my life. Remembering that he will never leave me nor forsake me. Remember all working for my good. Like it, it gives me all those things to remind me before I go to sleep and to ensure me what I already know. They come back and agree with me and mm -hmm. with the word of God and it relaxes me. Even and, the, and, and also the good thing about it is because I've used it. I, she told me about it and I've used it is that you you can put it on like this timer so it can be continually going while you're asleep. So that means that these words are being spoken into you are being spoken to you in your subconscious. And that's what we really have to deal with. That's what cognitive behavior therapy is really dealing with your subconscious. Yeah. But I also like that the meditation part because it's a part of the therapy, even though it's separated out in the description. Um, when you go to a counselor, a lot of times they'll incorporate meditation in it. And this meditating on the word of God is, is formal. It's first. It's the formal. It's the first type of meditation that you should be doing anyway. But the meditation practicing that you, that you are learning under cognitive behavior therapy is a, is a mindful type um, meditation. So what what's driving us crazy when we can't control our thoughts or racing thoughts? So when yeah. you learn to meditate in a therapeutic way, what you're doing is you're, you're, they'll tell you, you know, position, whatever is comfortable for you. But what you're doing is you're clearing all your thoughts. And it's going to be extremely hard. When I tell you two minutes of trying to think, is a struggle, but they every time that every time something come up in your head, you shoo, 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 and they say sometimes maybe picture yourself on the beach or focus on a color, focus on something, or focus on your breathing and just you know, but find something. But what you're doing is you build increase your time. Like my counselor started started me with five minutes. Then I went up to like 10 minutes and then on your own, she like, she'll tell me to practice on my own. So, you know, you can get up to 15, 20 minutes. But what you realize is a lot of times we're worrying when we're thinking and we're, we're trying to control the future when we're thinking. You can't think about tomorrow because see, tomorrow is not promised. Yeah. And so you have to learn how to put stuff in day type compartments. Today is yeah. the day. So when you're mindful, when you're meditating therapeutically, you're clearing out your mind and you're putting yourself in a place to where you're completely free and you'll find your body just untense and start relaxing because it's, it's, it's no thoughts racing, but that's a part of control too. You're going to have to learn how to control those thoughts, but yeah. it's amazing 
what it can do to your body and your stress level to find yourself in a in a meditation for 10 minutes straight where you don't control your mind to be completely blank. Yeah. You coming out of that thing, relax, I'm telling you. Yeah. You know what I like about it is that you really discipline yourself. Yeah. We don't have the type of discipline that we need um, in our own self, our own being. Discipline yeah. your mind, discipline your thoughts, discipline um, your behavior, discipline, discipline, discipline. And I think that's a very important thing as a believer. I think it's a very important thing as a person because, you know, as you can see, the world is doing whatever it wants to. It don't have right. any accountability. It don't have any type of discipline. And so right. we know how to discipline ourselves. We've never been taught to discipline our mind. Amen. Amen. We've never been taught to discipline the things that we think. Amen. Amen. We're going to talk about it. We're going to go. We got two more. We're going to talk about uh, dialectical behavior therapy. It is an evidence based on psychotherapy designed to help people learn new skills and Mm -hmm. strategies to manage painful emotionals emotions and decrease conflicts in relationship so when i when i pray i always god i always ask god to give me a strategy why because i need something to help me defeat what i'm what i'm what i'm going against yeah i always need a i always need a strategy if I'm dealing with my kids, God, give me a strategy to help. If I'm dealing with sickness, God, give me strategy to deal with this sickness. If I'm dealing with my mind, God, give me a strategy to deal with my mindset. Why? Because I need an active um, defense, offense on whatever it is that I'm dealing with. And there you go. There you go. I need to be proactive. Why? Because I want to conquer this thing. I don't want this thing to conquer me. I don't want to always be in my trauma. I don't want to always have to feel like I have to defend myself in my past. No, I don't I don't want to fight that battle anymore. It's not God's will for my life. I want to live in freedom. The Bible said where the spirit is, there is liberty. So I want to be in liberty. I want to be in freedom. And it said it focused on four keys of uh, mindfulness, distress, tolerance, Emotional regulation and interpersonal effectiveness. You guys, we know we said some stuff that you never heard before, but look, it's it's great information. It's, it's when you do the dialectical behavior therapy, it, it focuses on, on four key points: the mindfulness, the stress tolerance, mm-hmm. emotional regulation, mm-hmm. and interpersonal effectiveness. It's good. Yeah. Because we need all of those errors. We need to be, our minds need to be right. We need to know how to have a tolerance for any type of distress or stress situation. Emotion mm-hmm. regular. We need to regulate our emotions and interpersonal effectiveness. We, we, it's for us, for the person. We need to mm-hmm. do it for ourselves. Yeah. And so those are four good key points. And then our last one is exhilarating. Mikey, before you go to the last one, I want to touch on where you said when you talked about strategy, waking up for strategy. So if if you most of y'all know that it's a war, where is the war at? The battlefield in the mind. Yeah. The mind is the battlefield. Yeah. So with any war, what does the military do? They have somebody this this right there for strategic for for strategy. They got a st- person. I forget what they call it, strategic something, but that person is their position is strictly for them to come up with a military strategy against the um 
against the um help me. What what the other people call? Uh, the people you going to war against. I forgot. So they're coming up with a military. You got to come up with a strategy against. You just can't go to war blind. You got to know how, how we going to position ourselves. What we going to do if this happens? What we going to do if this happens? So when she talked about waking up asking God for a strategy, know that you're in war constantly. And the battlefield is your mind. Joyce Myers wrote a book, The Battlefield of, the, uh, the, the battlefield of Mind or the Mind yeah. Battlefield, something like that. Yeah. Those, those, those strategies are important. And guess what? They are so helpful. Um, that's why I use them. That's why I ask for them. God, I need strategies. I never dealt with this situation before. Um, I'm going in this thing. I have to fight this thing. Uh, I'm not going scared. I'm going because I, I know that um, I'm not fighting for victory. I'm fighting uh, uh, for victory. I'm already in this thing. And so I need strategies. I need you to uh, give me the wisdom to handle what I'm going through. Give me the wisdom to deal with my trauma. Give me the yeah. wisdom to defeat my trauma. Um, so our last one is exhilarating, uh, exhilarated, and committed therapy. It is mm -hmm. the mindfulness-based therapy that promotes mindful mindfulness meditation on God's precepts. Christian uh, practice aims to uh, contemplate God, who is the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate reality. All right. So we're talking about on a Christian base. Now there are some that talk about Buddhism. I don't mess with no Buddhism. Don't bring that little pet belly man to me. Uh, I I don't do none of that. Don't bring that to me. Um, <laughs> um, but a lot of them, a lot of them, you'll find that talk about Buddhism. We don't do Buddhism. We do Christianity. We we talk about God's word. But check this out. It said it is Christian practice to aim to. Uh, to God, who is the ultimate reality. It's the ultimate, ultimate reality. reality. Ultimate reality is your word. Ultimate, yeah. ultimate reality is God. That's the reality. Word of the day. Word of the day. Ultimate God, who is the ultimate reality. And so, you know, we never leave you guys without scriptures. I'm excited about the scripture. I get excited about the word of God. Why do I get excited about the word of God? Because God has promised us that his word will not return to him void, but it will accomplish that what pleases him. He said that he watch over his word. Why? God watch over his own word. He ain't, he ain't giving it to the angels. He ain't giving it to the messenger. He watch over his own word. Why? Because he's going to perform that thing in our life. That's why I like the word. The first scripture I want to bring to you guys is Psalm 46 and 10. Why? I didn't got real, real hype. Why? You got real, you got excited. You got excited. I, I believe this thing. Do you hear me? I believe this thing with everything in me. I believe the word of God. I've seen it work in my life. Do you hear me? Um, the first scripture is Psalms 46 and 10. It said, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I know you've been through a lot. I know you experienced a lot. I know some people hurt you along the way, but God has a plan for your life. Be still and know that he's God. Know mm. that he's God, that he shall not lie. He's not like man, he will not lie. Or the son of man that he will repent. If he said he's going to do it for you, he's going to do it. He said, be still and know that I am God. God is the source of power and salvation in times of trouble. If you're going through anything, know that he is the source of power. He come in this thing with power, power to do yes, whatever, yes. everything you need him. In the, back in the uh, Baptist church, we say, I am God. We serve I am God. Whatever you need, you can fill in the bank. Whatever you need God to deliver you from in your trauma, he is the I am God. He is the source yes, of power. He is. 
has the power to deliver us. He has the power to set us free. He has the power to heal us. He has the power to do exactly what you need him to do in your life. He is the source of power and of salvation. We talked about God being not just our Lord, but being our Savior. He is Lord. Yes. He is Savior. Yes. He is ruler. He is Master. He come on earth to do what he do best in our life, and that's to save us. He's just not going to save our soul, but he's going to save our minds. He's going to save our spirits. He's going to save our behavior. Yes. He is our Savior completely. Be yes, still and That's a word for somebody. I know you're going through. I know we got financial things going on in this pandemic. I know some stuff is triggering some stuff in your life. But be still and know that he's God. He's going to provide us. He's going to make a way from us. He's going to pull us out of some situations. And I serve a God that's able to dig us out. Whoever needs to be digged out tonight, know that God will dig you out of every situation that you're in, every mindset that you're in. We serve a God, hallelujah, that will dig us out of our situation. <laughs> yes, he will. Yes, he will. I got to hike. Yeah. I got to hike off of this thing. Good. That's, no, that's why I kind of giggled a bit. I said, oh, oh, she's going to preach. Yeah, he'll dig you out. I'm telling mm. you what I know. I'm telling yeah. you what I've experienced. I've been grave clothes in the grave. I still have my grave clothes on. And just like Leslie, he called me by name. The only reason why I'm talking to you today is because God called me by name. When I was stuck in the grave. Once he delivered me out, pulled me out of the grave, he called me by name because he wanted He wanted me to know that he was calling me. God is calling somebody today by name. You're not watching this by uh, accident, but you're watching this by divine arrangement. God arranged for you to listen to this today. And he arranged for you to be free today. He, he arranged for you to learn something that you ain't never learned in your life. Why? So that you can, when you know better, you can do better. You can get Amen. the help that you need. Know that today, God is here for us. God is going to always be there for us. He'll never leave us nor forsake nor us. Forsake He's for the broken heart. He's there to bind up our wounds today. Whatever wounds you're suffering from today, God is here to bind those things up. What? He yes. want to heal those wounds. He want to bring them back together so you can be whole again. Jesus. Come through. Come through. Word of God. Jesus. So our next scripture is coming from Philippians 2 and 5. And we're talking about the mind today. But I think, I think I've thought about these scriptures, but I think I want to go, I'm, I'm going to stay in Philippians because I got two scriptures in Philippians, but I want to be for sure that I'm not leaving nothing out that I, I probably want to say. Um, two. Okay. I just want to make sure on that Philippians 2 and two and 5. So our next scripture is Philippians 2 and 5. One of my favorite scriptures. It says, let this mind mm -hmm. be in you. Yep. Which was also in Christ Jesus. This let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. What is that saying? So when Jesus was on mission, when Jesus was on earth, he didn't allow anything that he went through to deter him from what God has for him or what he, he was sent here to do. Right. That's a word for somebody else today. God has a plan for your life. You just wasn't here to, to go through trauma. He want to use your trauma. Mm -hmm. He want to make that thing work out for your good so that you can help yes. other people. 
He want to start out breaking generational curses in your family because you're not right. the first one to ever deal with trauma. But right. you might be the first one he want to deliver from trauma. I want somebody mm. to do that again. You mm. might not be the first person that had to deal with trauma in your life, but he want to use you in this situation to be the first person that he ever delivered from trauma. So he's not. He's saying your trauma is not in vain. He's gonna make that things work. He's he he gonna make it work out for your good. We know that it wasn't good that it happened, but he's going to make it good. He's going to make that thing work out for your good where it was torturing you. It's going to conquer you. Come on. That's what God want to do for your life. Somebody got to believe that today. You got to believe God's word over and guess what you feel and what you've seen and what you experienced. You got to believe God when you don't believe anything else. You got to believe him even when you can't trace him in your situation. Believe him. The Bible said that the things are, uh, that are seen are temporary. Everything that you went through in your trauma was only temporary. Why? Because you're not still in that same trauma. You're not still in that trauma. It was temporary. So why stay there in your mind? Why stay there in your mind? Amen. Amen. You're not still in your trauma. But you're torturing yourself in your trauma. That's not God's will for you. He said that was temporary. Don't allow yeah. a temporary thing to be your permanent solution. Get out of that thing. Get, get out of it and trust God. Be still and know that he's God. So the, when God said, let Amen. this mind, when, 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 when they say, let this mind, that's the indication that that is a choice. Yeah, yeah. Let this mind. He didn't start telling you what jesus was he, he he left that out at the end why because he's saying we can make a decision it's all about choice let this mind what i'm gonna let this mind what this mind in me this mind what this mind what i'm gonna let this mind the mind that i deal with every day be in christ jesus let this mind be in you that it was also in christ jesus so my next scripture is philippians 4 and 8 and I want to make sure. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to bring this. And this is the one that I wanted to look at because I knew I missed up. I'm going to say Philippians 4, 7 mm-hmm. through 8. And it started out saying, and the peace of God. Come on, come on, come on, Jehovah. The word peace right there. Jehovah Shalom. Come on, Jehovah Shalom. And the peace of God. And the peace of God that surpasses all our understanding. Yeah, yes, it does. Yes, it does. I understand it. This thing that went over your head. Why? Because it's the peace of God. It went over your head. I'm not even supposed to be in my right mind, but what? The peace of God that surpasses all understanding should guard our hearts and our mind through Christ Jesus. The peace mm-hmm. of God, not the peace of man, not the peace of the things that the world has to offer, but the mm-hmm. peace of God. The peace of God. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. got to get there for it. The peace of God. We got to connect to God's peace. How do we connect to God's peace through His Word, through prayer, remembering everything that He promised us in our life, remembering everything that He said He's going to do in our life, remembering yeah. every, remembering all the ways that He's already made. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we got to take a trip down memory lane. We're remembering yeah. the wrong things. I don't know if y'all know about that uh, Minnie Ripperton, but uh, I'm an old school girl. Back down memory lane. Oh, she likes us some mini, honey. She likes us some mini. Go back down memory lane. We some of us remembering the wrong things instead of the right things. 
That's don't it. allow your trauma or your issues to outweigh the things that God has already done. Right, right. But you still alive is proof that he's good. You made it. It says, and the peace of God which, that surpasses all understanding guards our heart. It, God's going to guard our hearts. And then he's going to uh, he's going to guard our mind. Why? Because those are the those are the areas that the enemy attacked. The entrance places, yeah. So he placed peace there on a on purpose. Yeah. You can't enter here. Why? Because the peace of God is here. The peace of God is right here. You can't get into my mind today, devil. Why? Because the peace of God is here. You can't get in my heart today, 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 devil. Why? But because the peace of God is here in my heart. Yes. And then it says, what are we gonna do? Finally, brother and sister. Whatsoever things are true, we got to start thinking about the things that are true. Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are loving, whatsoever things are a good report, a good report. Who report are you going to believe today? If there be any virtue, if there be any power, if there be anything that I lack in, if there be anything that I need. And if there are any, if there are any, if there's, if there, I wrote this down wrong. If there be any praise, think on these things. Mm -hmm. We're going to think on the things that are honest, just, pure, loving, lovely, good mm -hmm. report. And, um, and we're going to think on those things. So we got to completely re-evaluate our thinking process and start looking at what we're thinking. Versus what the word of God says. What so things Amen. are true. Yeah, Amen. I went through this thing, but this thing, it didn't destroy me. It was set up to, but I, the fact that I'm alive to talk about it, it didn't destroy me. It did. Right. And for everybody, for anybody that's listening and went through, it didn't destroy you. You you may feel like you've been destroyed, but it didn't destroy you because you're still here. You're here yeah. to hear this. You're here to... To, to say it, if, if anything that's going on in your life, if you're still here, it didn't win. It didn't. It didn't it win. Didn't. It didn't. And, and, and one, of my, one of my favorite words is resilience. And so when you're talking about CBT and practicing new techniques, it's a, it, one of the things that it say that you're, you're learning to practice is resilience. Yeah. Standing yeah. against. Yeah those odds standing against those things that try to attack you and take you out standing against the things that thought they could destroy you or try to destroy you you're resilient in your stance yeah because of the word of god and also you're learning how to relax sometimes we have to give, give ourselves grace be yeah. gracious to ourselves forgive yeah. ourselves and mean it then you're learning stress management how do instead of you know they always talk about god looks at our response so yeah. when I, when you're stressed out, how are you responding? That's stress management. Learning how to manage stress to where you ain't acting the fool when you get stressed out. Because, see, I be acting the fool when I be getting stressed out because I don't be managing my stress, y'all. But anyway, assertiveness. You, yeah. you, you know, they were assertiveness. Yeah. It, it can take you some places. It can take yeah. you some places. Know how to be assertive, but that's also controlling what you're thinking. Yes. I can't be assertive if I'm all over the place. So think about cognitive behavior therapy as what is your approach 
And then what are my goals? Yeah. How I'm going to approach yeah. this thing and how do I want to come at this thing? Yes. Ever changing. Yes. Hey, you so, bo- you so bold, you can go ahead and write your own report. Hmm. When you know the word of God, you can write your own report. The Bible says, Yeah, the Bible says he calls us to triumph. Mm-hmm. Every situation we face, we win. Amen. So, he so calls take that in. Yeah, he calls in. us to win. We're gonna we're gonna um put our minds in the right place, and that mm-hmm. place is Jesus. And um, my last scripture, which is one of my favorite favorite scripture. Well, I have all so of her favorite. Hey, I know this is all of her favorite. I notice I say that, but I be really like really liking it like that. Second ten and five. Well, I want to say ten, four, and five. Mm-hmm. It says for our weapons of our warfare are not carnal. <clears throat> Remember, some most of our thinking that's against us are carnal thinking. Mm-hmm. It's stuff that we picked up in our trauma. It's stuff that we, patterns that we created in our minds through mm-hmm. our trauma, through our depression, um, through all the things that we, we've gone through. But the Bible says for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. strongholds. We're going to break them strongholds in our oh, life. Damn. We're going we're gonna to pull them down and we're going to destroy them. To the pulling down a stronghold, casting down imaginations. Imaginations. Oh that's some thoughts. That's some thoughts. I imagine. I know I'm not the only person to imagine the people that I love the most to die. And here I am sitting up crying because Hi. I just imagined them dying. Mm-hmm. Cast some thoughts down. Casting down damn. every imagination, everything, Come every on, hot thing. My favorite, part coming up. my favorite part coming up. The knowledge of God. Those things that's against the knowledge of God, cast them down. Yep. Cast them down. Stop in your own thinking and say, no, not today, devil. No. I rebuke mm-hmm. that. I denounce every ill word that has ever been spoken. I denounce everything that the enemy has set to, uh, on my life, my children's life. I, den- I denounce that we shall live and not die to Amen. proclaim the works of the Lord. That's what I. That's 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 how you cast them th- them thoughts down. No, I, yeah. I won't. But I would live. I have the bread of life flowing through my spirit right now. It's the living, so living, living water. I'm connected to the vine. That's it. That's it. That's it. My, I love um, that ex- anything that exalts itself against the word of God. Yes, anything that come against the word of God, anything that's contrary to the word of God, anything that make you think differently from the word of God, cast it down. Anything yeah. that exhausts, you know, pride exhausts itself. You know, it got yeah. to become evil that it exhausts itself. Yeah. Satan yeah. exhausts itself against God. I, yeah. I want people to look at me as God. He wanted the glory. All the stuff that we've gone through want the glory out of our life. Now we can't allow those things to take the glory from God. God, all glory belongs to God. Trauma don't, trauma don't get the glory. Nope. So, so trauma even don't, try to become your God. Yeah. Rape don't get the glory. I know it happened, but it don't get the glory. Divorce don't get the glory. Death don't, because death lost its sting. Yes. It's just temporary right now. I miss my daddy, but it's temporary. I miss my uh, my grandmother. Thing. It's, it's, 
When did it lose this thing? Tell us. On the cross. Why? Because she defeated death. He conquered it. Death lost his sting. Mm. It's okay that I miss him and I cry sometimes just because I miss him, but I'm not going to allow this thing to overtake my life. Why? Amen. Because it lost its power. It lost its power over our lives. He says, when you come, when you exalt, when you uh, cast down everything that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, then what you're going to do, you're going to bring it all into captivity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're going to capture those thoughts and you're going to arrest them. Now you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say shall be held against you according to the word of the Lord. <laughs> bring it. I like that. I like that. Bring it and arrest it. It's captive. I had it captive and nigger said, now you have the right to remain yeah. silent. That's how we got to tell everything. Everything that comes in our minds is not like Christ. You have the right to remain silent. And anything like you say shall be held against you. Not me. But you. In God's law. Not only that, it said bring it, bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The obedience to Christ. That means that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. We heard that. Everything bow and be obedient to who Christ is and what he came on earth to do. Amen. Period. Amen. Period. Period. We thank you guys tonight. Um, we want to make sure you guys are okay. We pray that this word blessed you. Get in the word of God. Dig deep. Don't go a day without reading God's word. Don't go a day without getting yourself some affirmation from God. Don't go a day. We have to feed our mental. We got to feed our emotions the word of God. Why? So they can be obedient. Amen. We thank you Amen. guys for joining us. We had a lot of people on here. We want to thank, uh, I'm going to go on here and just kind of shout out some people. We want to thank my best friend and Margot. My, hey, my best Margo. Um, Thank you, Cora. Uh, love you. Blessings to you, Cora Washington. Uh, Rosie, Roz, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Sonya Williams. We was a majorette together in high school. What, 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 what? Thank what? you for um, Cynthia Diggs, thank you. I love you. Thank you for coming on here. Um, she says, um, this is very important. Danny Beatty, that's my brother. My other friend, Regina, love you, Bessie. Um, you. Thank you for joining us. Um, my cousin, Glenn Johnson, who's also um, a preacher. It's in, it's in the house. It's in the house. Thank you for joining, cousin. Nita, uh, Renita, thank you, love, for joining. My family, my church family, my cousin Betty, thank you for joining. Thank you, thank you, Derek. Um, for all um Derek for joining. Let me see. Uh thank you, Adrian, for joining us today. We love you guys, and we thank you always for tuning in. Hey, share these messages. We're living in a time where people need to encouraged through the word of God. People Amen. need to this pandemic. People need to be encouraged through this election. Don't lose your don't lose your witness. Don't let nobody bring you out bring you out of your witness with this foolishness that's going on in the earth. Um, keep your witness. Um, uh, we are to pray. 
Um, this is a perfect time for us to be silent. Don't let nobody get you up and get you talking. Up. Yeah. Um, God, I will defend the word of God in a way that I will make corrections. Um, I actually got deleted from somebody that um, tried to make the word of God their own thing. I would get deleted, but I'm okay with that because I don't want to be connected with anybody that's going to lead people, God's people astray. They deleted you? Y yeah, they deleted they me. Uh, yeah, they deleted they took your, you know, yeah, they took they, them out. They were making things about man. And I said, is God not more honorable than man? I meant that. Is God not more honorable than man? You focusing on God, on man when we need to be focused on the kingdom. It's the kingdom agenda that we're going forth in. It's not man's agenda. And so we get caught up in ourselves because of these titles and what the world want to call us. But let me mm -hmm. tell you something. Your title don't mean nothing before the grace and the presence of God. So mm -hmm. you remember that. We're here for kingdom building only. If I can't build the kingdom of God, I need to be quiet. If I if I got the word by man, I don't need to be a preacher. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be quiet, and I'm not gonna make the word of God fit people's lives. That's not the, what the word of God is here for. I'm not gonna compromise the doctrine of God. Period. God mm -hmm. is more worthy than man. Period. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna focus on men. I'm going to focus on God. And sometimes when you see stuff that's going on in the earth, it's not that they're being mocked. It's, it might be that they're being revealed. Mm. Mm. God is in the, in the business of revealing people true spirit and what they really doing behind closed doors. So if somebody doing some stuff, y'all learn this word of God because there's a lot of people following people that don't know what God is saying and being led astray. Right, right. We have a responsibility. I am ambassador for Christ. I will be that until I leave this earth. Amen. I will never compromise his word for me, nobody else. You said that like an ambassador too. Yeah, you I meant said that. You, you said like an ambassador. There's blood. People's blood will be on my hands. And it's for me, it's better for me not to be in this calling than for me to be in this calling and miss the mark. I have okay. a great responsibility. I have. We. I don't know if he's still alive, but we lost Mikey. Mikey. It looked like we still alive. I think she's coming back. Let's see. Let's give her a second. Yeah. Here she goes. Never got mad at me or something. Oh, oh. hung up in your face. This what happened. What? What? But I have a responsibility. I'm very serious about the people of God. I'm very serious about my mandate of what God has called my called me to do. And, and, and I want to be worthy of the vocation that He's called me. I, I have to. This is Amen. my desire to be pleasing in his sight and to do what he's called me to do, even in obedience, even if that means I have to lose some friends, even if it, it means that I have to lose some people. I would do this until I leave this earth. This is this is the this is my calling. This is what he's called me to do. And so Amen. sometimes it's not mocking. God is revealing people now. People, he's revealing people that got big platforms, people that's been doing a lot of things that hadn't had that they didn't have any business doing. And so our concern is not them. Our concern is building the kingdom. Yeah. Woe unto the shepherd that scattered my sheep. 
Amen. God will repay them. Woe unto the shepherd. If you're going to teach the word of God, if you're going to lead people in the word of God, remember, it's a great responsibility. It's not about how you feel. It's not about what your agenda is. It's going to always be about, it's going to always be about God. And Amen. so I'm done. I had to put that out there because I ain't never scared. Delete me. They unfriended you. I'm glad they did. I don't want to be connected to somebody that's leading people astray. I cannot sit back I and not so. say you're just as guilty as the person that's doing it. I will not do that. Don't I would not be attached to that. To lead you astray. Read the word of God. The word of God is everything. It will teach you all truth. The Holy Spirit will bring you into all truth through the word of God. And so that's all I have to say. You guys, make sure you share this with love, loved ones. Share this. Sure it is. I can't uh, stress that enough. Not because we want to be seen. We just want to be helped. We just want to help somebody. That's all. Right. It's trying times for people. It's hard times. So just share it with people. You know, just share it on your page. You never know who may need it. So I agree with Mikey. It's not about our platform, but it's about God's platform. And it's about helping people that truly may need to hear a word about trauma that's dealing with trauma and may need to know some coping mechanisms. So if we can just, if we, if all we can do is just share coping mechanisms i'm messing up on that word during this time of you know holiday season depression or whatever is going on we just want to be here for people yeah just the state of the world has made it even more difficult um being prayer for the world being prayer for people that are um fighting through diseases and um losing loved ones um yeah. let's be in prayer let's pray without ceasing yeah pray pray we love you guys you have anything else's no i don't okay we're gonna let you guys go um and we're gonna end in prayer you want me to pray or are you gonna pray um i pray Father God, we thank you so much. We thank you for this opportunity tonight to be together, Lord God, in fellowship. I know that so many things that we're doing right now has to be done virtually and that we don't get to see people or touch people or, or feel their presence, Lord God, but we always get to be in your presence, and I thank you for that. I thank you that during times, God, that people are experiencing tra having traumatic experiences or reliving traumatic experiencing experiences, being triggered by traumatic experiences, God, that your word remains the same, God, that you'll send a helper, God, that you'll send the Holy yes. Spirit to be everything that, that we need, that they need, Lord God. We stand in this together, so it's not what they need, it's what we need. We're all standing in need of you, Lord God, each and every day. So I'm thanking you for what you bring to us daily, Lord. I'm thanking you for what you what you left us, Lord God, yes, the Holy Lord. Spirit. So I pray that people allow the Holy Spirit in, allow, to, uh, allow the Holy Spirit to lead and direct them each and every day. Lord, we love you and we thank you. We thank you for the fellowship. We thank you that we can rely and depend on you. But God, let's be accountable that people can rely and depend on us, Lord. As we stand in your word and we proclaim to be um, Christians and, and lovers of Christ, Lord, we have to stand up and, and love people, God. We have to be there for people. We have to give people a word that can, that can help them, God. We can we have to be a listening ear sometimes. We have to be more than than just someone that walks around and say that I'm a Christian. A Christian is not what we say, but it's what we do. It's how we love and it's who we are to people. So Lord, I thank you so much for um I thank you for just Jesus. I thank you for loving us, God. 
I thank you for what you do each and every day. So, Lord, I just want to close this prayer, lifting up our, our nation, yes, lifting Lord. up the world, lifting up those that are hurt and in need. God, you yes, know every Lord. need. And I just pray that you can meet it, Lord. I pray for those that are just displaced from work, yes, Lord, Lord, that are barely meeting their, their, their barely able to get their necessities, God. Dealing with sickness, people in the hospital, people dying. God, you know every need, as I said. So, Lord, I yes, pray that Lord. you can meet those needs, that you can provide comfort for those that need comfort. It's yes, in Jesus' Lord. name that I pray, Lord, giving you all the glory. Amen. 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 Thank you, guys. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Cassidy. Um, who else here? I see just jumped on. Thank you, guys. We love you guys. Thank y'all yes, for yes, yes. trusting us to uh, bring these topics to you guys. Thank you for trusting us enough um, to support what we're doing. We we, we do this from the bottom of our hearts. It's something that we're passionate about. We're passionate about lives and, and God's people. And we love you guys. So if we could hug each and every one of you, we would. Unfortunately, we can't do that right now, but we want to send you a virtual hug and tell you that we love you. Yeah. Nobody didn't tell you today that you're, you're loved and you're important. We want to share that with you guys today. Yes, um, amen. We're grateful for your support. We're grateful for your ear to hear what the Lord is saying through us. We're Amen. grateful for those things. We don't take it for granted and we don't take it lightly. So I'm you grateful guys, for your story. Yes. Um, one day we're going to try to open this thing up where uh, we can probably add some people on and um, just, just do something that's new and fresh. We'll have one more um, uh, part three of trauma. Mm -hmm. And we're going to actually break down, talk, review, all, understand, mourn, and acceptance. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything that you want to send to us, please put that down below, below our inbox, uh, one of us, in regards mm -hmm. to it. And we'll mm -hmm. try our best to get an answer. We had planned on bringing a, a licensed therapist on, and so we weren't able to do that. Um, and so we um, we wanted to surprise you guys with that because we understand sometimes you can't get to a therapist, but we wanted to try to bring one to you. Um, gotta, um, but I think that God is just going to use us anyway, and we're grateful for that. He's he's he use use he'll use any vessel that want to be used, and so we thank God for giving us wisdom. We thank God that we didn't have to. Um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel that we already been before you. There are some places that we've already been, a lot of things that we have learned over the years that we can teach and apply and give to you guys to apply as well. So Amen. we thank you guys. We love you guys. And if there's nothing else. As we close, always be wise and have understanding. Walk in wisdom, create your own bonus and seek your own change. We love you guys. Good night. Love you. Amen.